Christian can hook me up. <laughs> but, but I'll also look for other like. Okay, now I sound really petty. Oh my god, why did I say that? Oh my god, I didn't think that through. No, no, no. Oh play, god, play, play, play. I didn't think that through. I'm playing. I'm I didn't playing. think that through. I didn't think that through. He just looked back at me, it was like... No, no, no. <laughs> Guys, alright, so we just synced up all our orders. This is the first time we're doing a podcast in person. We've got two cameras set up, we've got a light, we've got plants and everything. Christian and Steven finally met for the first time. <laughs> we pulled him out of the basement. <laughs> I'm finally here, guys. And this is the first time everyone's seeing Steven's face. That's another thing I just realized. No, it'll be funny. Can we get like a black, I, I want a black screen. <laughs> Can't be an editor. I don't want anyone to see him. He's my property. He lives, no, no one needs to know where he lives. No, I don't want anyone seeing him. But yes, we're here. He's here. So what's your um, first impressions, Christian? He's everything and more than I wanted. Everything and more. He's so beautiful. I love Stephen. Everyone, I think everyone needs a Stephen in their life. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I think Stephen's like, oh, Naruto. He's like Choji. He's the Choji yeah. in the group. Um, minus the strength and minus the reliability. Um, dude, this week. So Stephen helps um, take photos. Well, actually take the photos of clothing also you know how i used to sell resell palace pipe yeezy whatever so still sell stuff on ebay here and there um so one of the products it was like a jacket um called the running man jacket or it was like palace running jacket and the description he typed um check the last two photos for the two different holes we have and then someone bought it for like 180 and i checked the last two photos it's a photo of one the second last photo is a photo of the hole and the last photo is a photo of the same hole zoomed in. Oh. And I was like, Stephen, the, the last two photos are the same, the same hole. The same hole. <laughs> I was like, no. Uh. And then two, he named the jacket the same name as some other jacket. It wasn't, he didn't name it the right name of the jacket. We had two jackets that were completely different looking, named the same. But like the, 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 the last photo doing the same photos, that made me facepalm real. So as you can tell, he's a work in progress, but he's our work in progress. This is our Steven. Yes. Well, I, when I touch Steven, I get like a jaw of angst. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know, it's like really. <laughs> no, don't worry, I love you Steven. I think when, I'm not gonna say, because when I was in America, yeah. like I was like burnt out and like the team was like, you're like, dude, you're so like, angsty like like you're so angsty and i was like sitting there i was like they're like saying i was like getting triggered i was like mm. i was burnt out i was getting yeah. triggered i was getting more angsty and the more they'll tell me that i was oh, angsty, yeah. I more angsty. 100 like i work everyone just goes oh you're the stress head why do you stress so much i'm like shut the f bro yeah. like obviously i'm stressed for a reason if it's whether, whether it was work or something else like don't just pounce on me more and just get me more mad it's like exactly and just compounds and it gets worse <laughs> what are you trying to do but um look anyway we're in episode 10 we made it 10 episodes deep that's why you're seeing our faces here today that's why we decided to do something a little bit different we've eaten a lot of food yeah i'm very full so yeah episode 10 10 episodes deep thank you everyone for watching supporting if you're listening if you're watching appreciate it very much i highly appreciate it. like i'm i'm like so we actually 
forgot to episode, upload episode 8. And Christian, as Christian was saying, people were like, yo, where's the next episode? And I was like, holy like we have weekly listeners now and one i want to say that thank you we, i appreciate you guys like i really do and two like damn this is awesome weekly listeners like what the f i didn't think we'd get to a point either where we'd be like yeah to the point where we have maybe like a core select few weekly listeners but more so that 10 episodes deep you know what i mean like we have like at least like like at least 15 to like 25 listeners yeah they're like rabid where they're like listening to like a lot of like a huge portion of this so thank yeah. you guys and like obviously youtube views also like count as well so thank you everyone that watches as well so yeah. and youtube would add like another like well youtube will get like 80 to 150 views yeah, and then like probably like five to ten percent would stick through to the end so that's like another like solo like five extra listeners so thank you guys if you guys are listening from youtube but yeah, as Christian said, Christian brought an amazing feed. We just had an amazing feed. We're talking, catching up. I think everyone here is in a food coma, so we're gonna yeah, try yeah, talk. Yeah. I'm just gonna talk a lot to get everyone <laughs> waking up to make sure we sort of, I have this theory. When you eat a lot of food, like when you go through the afternoon slump, yeah. you either like succumb to it and you just get knocked out, yeah. or you like work fast enough where like you can burn off the food before yeah. you get into coma. So like you're trying to like balance it out and start burning off the food and have the food work in your favor just before you burn out. It's literally a mental thing, eh? Like I've noticed it as well. It's like, well, we, everyone like, like, it's called the 3 p.m. slump essentially, where yeah. it's like you get to that point during the day and it's just... People survive that in the nine to five. I, I struggle with that. I struggle as well. Like usually that's a time where you get a coffee. Yeah. Uh... And it's just such an unnecessary expense that I really need to stop sort of getting into the habit of doing but it's like also like just get up and just like because the way we work is we have a break in the morning well we're entitled to a break in the morning obviously lunch and then afternoon oh tell me about the morning break yes. morning break it really depends because if there's a lot of work <laughs> just get positive yeah oh do you have kpis christian yeah yeah but like we haven't been monitored because i'm still fairly new so i'm not that monitored on it yet but i will be hitting it because i'm i'm, I'm doing well okay i'm doing well at work doing well but um yeah the morning break is all right because sometimes i'll just go get a coffee in the morning and it's bad because if i get a coffee in the morning i don't want to get one in the afternoon so in the afternoon either i get one one or the other you know what i mean so like so i'll definitely go on a walk just outside just to freshen up and then come back but if it's really busy just got to get down and stuck in and then get the work done but yeah it's been all right 3 p.m. slump just hits different that way. Like, you're right, it's definitely mental. You either, like, yeah. let yourself succumb yeah. and just feel yourself just slowly drifting away and drifting out of consciousness, but how do you how do you deal with this, Stephen? Me, 3 p.m.? I try to get a bit of work done and then I, um, I chuck a nap. <laughs> I was like, Stephen's gonna say he just succumbs to it. Yeah, and I think everyone knows. Yeah, I, I knew he'd succumb to it. Couldn't even finish the... Couldn't finish the... Couldn't finish the, the freaking one one week. Dude, it still went to two days. Oh, two dude. days. Two days. That's Okay, look, that's why I feel bad because we keep him locked up all the time. I'm like, you know what, I'll feed him. We don't pay him. We I was so bored in the basement. You didn't let me out. We found him on the streets. We don't pay him. So I'm like, you know what, I'll feed him. Guess what, guys? Steven locked down our first like sort of sponsor-ish sponsor where like we're gonna get free goods guys 10 episodes in and Steven locked in our first sponsor so congratulations Steven Thank you Put in the work you reached out to like 60 different companies so I'm really impressed Thank you um, 
I guess when it first started, like, at first I was like, oh, damn, I don't know if it's going to work out or not. And then, you know, Andy told me, it's like, Steven, you give up too easy. I'm like, really? I give up too easily? No, I'm going to, I want to get you a, a, a sponsor, Andy. I want to get you a sponsor and I want to make sure that your podcast can just keep on going higher, get more listeners so that I had that mindset drilled yeah. into me. And that's how I just kept, kept on reaching out. Yeah, for our podcast. So he's nice. learning. Yeah. Nice. He's learning. He's doing well. I want to implement what you've taught me. Thank you. I appreciate that. And, and I'm happy yeah. as you grow. Like, I roast Stephen a lot. <laughs> and, like, I think, like, you'll probably, like, I need to, like, roast the same issue probably, like, three or four times. Before I get through to him, you sound like a parent. You sound like my parents. Like, I keep telling you to do this and you're doing Stephen. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And hopefully, like, my theory is when you roast someone in public mm. in a group setting so it sticks more yeah. so like rather than use energy and roast him when like there's not an audience i would save it for like the podcast so it will stick and it will have mm. a bigger effect because when you roast someone or when you like chris it's like tiring like i don't want to go ahead and tell yeah. you guys that um what's something that steven did today that was facepalm do you remember anything was it oh uh, yes i remember okay when we were doing when we were filming the tiktok and then like my hands were like so shaky trying oh. to bring the thing in and i was like shit why can't i do this and then you were like steven so like retarded what, what? i was like shit. i think what what would improve yeah is if we let you out in the sunlight a lot more mm. just don't keep you locked up in the basement all the time yeah. look he's our work in progress is our happy work in progress, but we move on. How was the week? I need to do the hover hand. Um, my week was pretty good. Um, starting to find my balance. Like over like the last week, I let's see. Like so, today's a Saturday. Yeah. We usually do it on a Monday, so we haven't caught up in a while. So yeah. that's why. I think the last time I talked about figuring out my balance mm -hmm. and how like I think I went like too like extreme. But I just do whatever the fuck I wanted. Yeah to like too strict, which was like, I burnt out. And this week I found out like the power of sleep. Like I just started sleeping more and all of a sudden I just started becoming more happy. But it, it was so hard. It took me like the past two, three, four months. Like I knew that, okay, to fix burnout, you just sleep more. Mm. But why did it take three or four months to get to a point where I started sleeping more? Because like when you're burnt out, for some reason you procrastinate, you can't sleep, you struggle to sleep, you look at your phone because you can't sleep, then as yeah. a result you sleep later, mm. as a result you get less quality sleep, as a result the next day you're more burnt out, so you're more prone to those things I just mentioned. It becomes this bad cycle. So the lessons I've learned is, if I get through like a pretty like exhausting point, just like cancel a day and like start reading at 7 p.m. to a knockout. Um, to just reset and just start sleeping early every day afterwards to just completely get back to the perfect state. Um, I thought that I needed to like go on a holiday, take time off, go to like New Zealand or like go to the outback and like get an Airbnb for two, three days. But I think all I need is just like more sleep. Um, and like, I'll just get back all the energy yeah. that I'm missing. Cause when you're like working, like burnt out or less motivated, you're like, 70% new. Um, so that was like one new thing I discovered. So hopefully I'm just gonna sleep a lot over the next one or two weeks mm -hmm. and just like get back to my peak. That's I've the goal. Read, um, not read, I've heard that being on your phone a lot just before you sleep is really bad for you apparently, like really bad for you. I don't know what sort of scientific or whatever effect it has, but all I know is like, 
like it it it, it, it impacts it, your sleep really negatively. You, you know, like it. And it becomes this bad habit mm. where the moment I walk into my bedroom, I just whip out my phone. Yeah. It's so weird. And I lie down and I'm trying to pick up the phone, my book, but instead I pick up my phone and I check a few things and I end up checking a few things for the next half an hour. Yeah, like I just, I, I don't know. It's just something that I do all the time now. Like I, I, I close my lights, I turn, sorry, I turn my lights off, I go into bed and I'm on my phone. Yeah. In the dark, I'm in the dark, I'm on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> like that's all I do. Like it, I don't know, and then I just fall asleep. Like I just put a phone down. Do, do you do that? Yeah, I, st- I think the habit started developing around like year 11, 12 ish because I was like so stressed. Yeah, and then like after, because you don't have time during the day to go on yeah, your phone, and then phone yeah, like oh you know I want to see what I've been doing. Yeah, relax. Yeah. But then I realized like holy shit, my sleep schedule has been so bad. You know I would have to like I. Go to sleep at like 12 and then I'll be on my phone till like 1 mm. and then I have to wake up like 6 the next day and like oh, yeah. I realize oh my god. Like that one hour that you've been yeah. on your phone just relaxing you don't realize that the next day you're gonna hate yourself and yeah. it's like. And not only that is the quality of sleep decreases mm-hmm. as well. Something I need to get into, something a good pattern I want to get into. Christian what time do you have to wake up to get to work? I've started to get into work a little bit earlier because public transport I hate hate public transport. Apparently Australia has uh, like I since Bruh. I didn't know what other public transport was, I thought we had good public transport. Bruh. But I heard like in like UK, like other countries, it's like every five, ten minutes. When you go to when you when you've been to like the Singapore's, the Japan's, the Korea's, the public transport there is insane, dude. Yeah. Well apparently it's like if a train is a minute late in Japan it makes the headlines because it's so much of a rarity. Yeah, like it's so prompt. It's it's such a good service that they have. Have you have you been to Singapore? I have not. Have you been uh been to Japan? I have not as well. You've been to Singapore? Um, I've been to Singapore. Yeah, well, I only been there on layover. Layover, right? Okay. Well, if you when you go like just say you have a longer layover, just take a train or whatever. Bro, the trains are insane. They're like the way that that works. Anyone that hasn't, it's all underground, right? For Singapore. Yeah. So the train comes and like. Because it's underground, like you go down, obviously you go down the tunnel and everything is like really nicely enclosed. It's not like, I don't know if, um, if anyone here is listening in like Sydney, but town hall station is the most <laughs> rank and disgusting. <laughs> so Anything with tunnels in Sydney yeah. is disgusting. Right? right, but the way this is, it's beautiful, dude. It's like you want to go in the tunnel because it's all completely like, it's closed off, it's ventilated from the outside so you don't get the fumigation of... You know, the fumigation of the trains, it's all closed off, it's beautiful, it's air-conditioned, it's clean. And so what happens is the train comes, mm-hmm. and obviously because you're enclosed, yeah. there's... You know how the trains work here is you've got doors every... There's carriages and there's two doors in every carriage usually, yeah. right? Yeah. So it comes off, so there's heaps of, like, sliding automated doors, and then a train stops exactly at one of the doors where the train doors open. So the train doors and the actual platform doors... The platform doesn't turn. Okay, so like the platform's here, right? So on the on the edge of the platform, there's automated doors, and they and then the corresponding doors fit with the train's actual compartment doors. So the way it works is so you can't jump off. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's so in, smart. Yeah. Inside the yeah. in the underground, so every, and then they've got like sections where they line up. And in Japan, like because I was just there earlier this year. But you have a lineup. People line up. Not like Sydney where it's like... <laughs> during rush hour, yeah, basically. Rush yeah, like, holy crap. Yeah, so, no. yeah. People line up. 
the train comes very prompt. So every five minutes, the train's there. And it's like, well, in Singapore, at least, it's like, cause you're all enclosed. And then the inside opens up. And then when the inside opens up, then the actual train doors open up and then you go through and then it closes off. And then when you get off again, then the train doors open, then, you know, the corresponding platform doors open. And it's so like, it's, it's amazing, dude. I hate Sydney Transport so much. Oh, something so simple that you think yeah. can be implemented here, just... We're just so behind. Another thing I don't realize is like, dude, it's crazy. We're only like two, 300 years old as a country. We're, we're, we're fairly new, yet somehow we've managed to fall so far behind the Southeast Asian country. Even Vietnam had some good trains when I was there, dude. Oh, did it? Not, not saying anything bad about Vietnam. I didn't know you go to Vietnam. Wait, what, really? When was this? A long time ago. I've been, I've been, like, I've been lucky to go to a lot of countries. Really? Like I've actually, I, I don't, like I don't want to sound like a like a wanker, but like I've I've <laughs> been awesome. I've been lucky to go around to a lot of countries like yeah. Europe. I've been in Vietnam. I went in twenty thirteen. I think yeah. I think it's changed a lot. But yeah, I love Vietnam, dude. I loved it. It was yeah. great. So one of my friends from uni, he was telling a story how there's these sleeper buses. Yeah. where it were just like buses that would drive in Vietnam for like hours and hours and there's all these buses um, all these beds layers and layers yeah. and within each beds there's these gaps now it's the back the bus is packed so everyone's sleeping it's all full all the beds are full mm. and then if you buy a cheaper ticket then you sleep in the gaps <laughs> the sides oh. you sleep in the gaps in between the beds and then <laughs> Um, he was saying how he saw like a guy that was sleeping in a bed go up to go to the bathroom and one of the guys in the gaps just slid over into the bed oh. and took his spot. <laughs> just like that, you exactly. pay for the cheaper ticket and you get the bed. Sleep. Exactly. That's Whoa. so cool. That's, like, that's, a... <laughs> that's so Vietnam. Like when you think, oh. But dude, I know like, have you, I've seen those videos of like um, the trains in India, crazy. Like how like they're just so packed and you see like people stand like on top oh, of the yeah, train. That was like a meme. Yeah. Where it's like it Indian Titanic and the yeah. car was like at the front. It's like packed. It's like everyone's like <laughs> swished. Oh dude. It's crazy to think, isn't it? Like no matter like you go to different countries and you think everyone's human. And it's like the way that we're all brought up in the different countries, etc. Yeah. It's, it's, it's weird, isn't it? It's like, like the trains yeah. every... Like, I hate trains now that I think about it, you know what yeah. I mean? The more and more I think about it, I just... Trains, bro. On like, that topic, how, do you know how, the, how Japan is known for some things that go in the trains? <laughs> how, like, the trains get really packed oh. and, like, uh, I don't know if it's, like, fake or it's, like, based on real circumstances, but do you know, like, how, like, do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, how, like, those videos. that would, like, get yeah. really typing guys would just start, like, yeah. like groping or... Like Ooh. girls and like the girls like are so shy they wouldn't say anything. Yeah. So apparently that's Yeah, no, I know what you're talking about and it's like I don't I, I hope it's not a thing there, but yeah. Look, at the end of the day, internet's just a Yeah, it's scary. Weird, scary place. Cause when these ideas and these videos just become so common and frequent and easily accessible. It goes without saying with anything. Mm. The spread of misinformation, yeah. this topic. And I wanted to say like, our generation, we didn't have 
any other things like we didn't correct. like correct yeah. we forget that like correct. people in the past they, they had to like these kids 12 year old kids they'll sneak into like um library library mm -hmm. or like yeah. um 7-eleven yeah. or like corner shops and they'll steal yeah. magazines Magazine, i was like holy yeah. shit that's a thing that was how they accessed it you know and like you can't imagine using a, a still photo like that's not yeah like think about it like 20 years ago you'd have I'm not saying you'd, I'm saying it would be common yeah. for teenagers to have a magazine stash underneath their bed, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. as, as they depict in the movies, obviously. Yeah. Anyway, like, it's, it's, it's one of those things where it was like, you know, like, oh, it was like... I don't know those movies, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, you, you know, the, you it's see like those teenage bed. movies, too. Yeah, those coming of age movies. Yeah, yeah like the super bads, <laughs> and it's like, you see, and I'm like thinking like, Dude, that's crazy, like... Dude, have you seen, there's this new movie called Bad Boys or something where it's basically super bad, but the kids are 12 years old. Yeah, Seth Rogen? Yeah, Seth Rogen and then the boys, um, Tremblay, like the, the new Justin Bieber Lonely music yeah. video. Has you seen that? The actor, the boy? I, I, I've, I've heard of the, I've heard of the movie, I've heard of the movie. Yeah. It, it does look funny, I'm not gonna lie. Like, but it's, it's weird, isn't it? Like these little kids. Yeah, they've gotten younger. Like everything is just getting more and more explicit. And like, like back in the day is like, you'd be talking about this stuff maybe when you're like 18, 20. Yeah, yeah. Now people 12 years old and with TikTok nine years old. That's are like, a problem. Like it's actually like, yeah, see like. Our generation. Shit. Like, the, it's just literally becoming a thing where it's so easily accessible and it's something that we don't realize where even like like a teenager would like say okay how would you do how would you patrol not patrol but police how would you police say your child's um activity because i think it's going to be a big problem for us say we go up um say we have children right how would you police and monitor because it's say 10, 15 years down the line, it's going to be so much more different than it is now. And you have platforms like TikTok, like Instagram, where it is like, obviously there are like Netflix kids, there is YouTube kids, there's all these kids monitored, kids monitored platforms where it's like a safe space environment. But there's also the other end of the spectrum where you have your TikToks where it's, you know, TikTok is like a bait. It's yeah. like a, TikTok is scary. It's like, I know what you mean. Don't say it, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it. I know what you mean, but like... <laughs> it's like thirst trap, that's the word. Yeah, it's yeah, a thirst yeah. trap. Because like, it's... So many teenagers have it and you don't realise that like, it can literally like, it can start from as young as 11 years old by a kid just seeing something and then yeah. them seeing a TikTok and thinking that's that it's normal. Yeah. And then say, they'd go and do the same thing as what they see in the TikTok. They go and... Um, what's the word? Start working. Yeah, they'd like... Uh, like they get influenced and then they replicate. They replicate what they see thinking that it's normal. It's not normal. You know what I mean? Yeah. How would you police it? How would you yeah. police your kids on the internet? Because it's a big thing. I think it's something that we just... Like, okay, the way I think about it is I don't want my... Like, you say it's so easy now. They're like, oh, so I, I won't give my kid a phone until he's 15 or 16. Bro, you're gonna, the kid's going to get 12 and then if you don't give him a phone, it's like... You know, it's... I don't know how would you how would you do it so like on that topic like i'm less afraid of my kid doing things at like a super early age of like say nine versus i'm just a i'm more afraid of like the next generation of my kids being unable to communicate to people in real life or to be unable to talk to 
people with the other gender. So if, if my if I had a son, he would struggle to that's my biggest worry. So what I'll do is I'll just like put my kids in so much sport and extracurricular activity where he's just constantly talking and communicating with other people. Like I'm not worried like I'm obviously it is a worry if he does things at an early age or he starts freaking if I have a daughter and she's twerking at like the age like nine like 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 that isn't as bad as her just not doing anything in real life and just communicating to people through yeah, VR through that's brain, more scary yeah. so I just like force them into outdoor and I feel like by default if you like get people's kids like active they sort of progress at like a normal human rate because they're not like consuming content and they're not being influenced so that's the plan and on topic on phone i've thought about it a lot i think like i'm gonna give my kid nothing like i'm gonna like literally give him nothing where like if he wants something he's gonna have to figure out how to make it i might be like if you want you could watch my car for five bucks 100 percent. that's the way Whoa. that's the way we learn you gotta work that's for it you gotta work up. in order exactly. to get a phone that's, did you grow up like that uh not really i was i'm the only child yeah. I'm the only child, so I was really spoiled, uh-huh. and my parents loved me too much. Yeah, it's it's a it's a nice change over here where yeah. we're in the basement and everything. <laughs> it is. Welcome. I'm to learning. Life. I'm I'm, I'm happy to learn. Get a taste of real life. Yeah, real I'm happy. Life. I'm happy. Yeah. That's what I want to know. I feel like if Stephen didn't go through, like, didn't join my, like, didn't start working with me and interning with me, and he went straight to workforce, I feel like he'd get roasted hard or like bullied hard, and and I feel like through this process. When he does get ready for the workforce, he's not going to be a target because I feel like Stevens is target. Like, you just no, and we're not saying that in a bad way. It's yeah, more so that you're like, you'd be a bit naive yeah, in the way that out there. yeah, and then you'd you'd just be like, you'd just allow yourself to be put into situations where you don't, you shouldn't be in, mm. and it's it's something that you just eventually just learn. And then yeah. I think we're all at one stage naive. But going back to what you're saying, circling back, I think it's so important where. Yeah, I wouldn't give my kid a phone until, yeah. say. Yeah. How are you, Rice? Because I think you turned out pretty well. You were like, I don't know, middle class or yeah. like, and then you turned out like pretty well and yeah, you so got a job early on. Yeah, the way I did it is like, same as you in the sense that, okay, so from the start, like I didn't get a phone until like high school. I know I wasn't allowed Facebook, so I didn't have Facebook. Yeah, I wasn't allowed Facebook as well. Yeah. So I didn't get Facebook. Everyone was always like, oh, you seem like a guy that's always had Facebook. Shut up. No, I don't. You know what I mean? Like, What's I, your Facebook? I don't have Facebook. Yeah. I'll give you my messenger. I'll give you my MySpace. Wait, wasn't that a while ago? Yeah. You like that? Or like, you know, communicate through Viber, through, you know, the old days. But yeah, I didn't, I didn't have Facebook at all through high school. I didn't get a phone. I didn't get a phone. I think I had it myself. I forget. I didn't have a phone until like year Nine or ten, dude. I had the brick. Yeah, <laughs> kids out. Kids, no one never, never know the struggle. They yeah, never know the struggle of having a brick phone. Even you, shut up, dude. No, I. Uh, my first phone I got was like a small Nokia. Oh, okay. you, like, you know, I take it back. I take it. How old I was? So I was like. Year six. Probably year six, yeah. But like, you know, when you unlock. Year six. Everyone deserves a brick phone when they're in year six. Yeah. It was terrible. Actually, well, actually, I will give my kid a brick phone. I'll give uh, my kid a brick phone in year six. Uh, I don't know. I, I remember playing Snake. Until year ten. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't have a smartphone until year ten. Like, well, yeah. Well, I take it out. Like I'd have to like run away, or if someone sort of like do like that's that that could like hurt someone, dude. I hate that. That's the thing. I hate that. You know, like I hate that it's become a thing where it's like, wait, pull it out again. What do you got? Like, man, I'd hate that. You know what I mean? Like, I, like I remember playing Snake on my phone and like. 
the good days, you know what I mean? Like kids, oh, kids nowadays will never understand. Laugh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh. It was fun, you know what I mean? It was like, so the way I was raised going back into it, yeah, like I didn't have that until like, you know, I think I might have had like a really crappy touchscreen phone, which had nothing on it. So yeah, I, I played sport, you know, I did swimming. So the same thing, yeah, like oh, how you, you like really young, you know, it's important. I think all kids should start swimming when they're really young. Cause it's actually, even though I haven't swam in like, like properly. Yeah. Yeah, like it's, I think it's important. Like when, when you're kids, you should learn to swim, right? Yeah. So even though I haven't swam like 13 years, I can still hold my own, right? But like, yeah, the same as you, how you said, I want my kids to play a lot of sports and stuff. Yeah, I think my parents are the same, where they wanted me to play a lot of different sports, etc. Not that I'm a sporty kid or anything. Like I played soccer for a very long time until like year 11 from when I was in under nine. So I was with the same group of guys for a very long time. But like, yeah, dude, like, had a, like I got a job, I wanted, like same as you, I wanted to go and get a job as soon as I became eligible, just to get some extra pocket money, et cetera. And it became a thing where- And what was your parents' thoughts on getting a job? Uh, they were like, yeah, do it. You need to get a job, yeah. Some parents I can understand that they're like, oh. And what motivated you to get a job? Like, were you, did you already have like, like a PSP, PS2, like Nintendo, T, like a computer? Did you already have all those things? And like, if so, what wanted you to get more pocket money? Or if not, then I guess that's what motivated you maybe. Yeah, like it, it's gonna sound weird, but that was never really the motivation for me wanting to get a job. Cause I had, you know, I had a PS2, 3, whatever, DS, PSP, the good days. The kids nowadays will never understand, you know what I mean? I had that and like when I got my first job, I never really thought about it as me being like, oh, I wanna get more jobs so I can get extra pocket money to get this and that. Like, yeah, it was cool. But like when you're that young, you know, making as much money, you know what I mean? So it was like, it was more so that I just wanted to earn money. I just wanted to know what it felt like to get like proper money. And so when I started getting proper money, I was like, oh, cool. And then, yeah, I did eventually buy a few things, but like. Dude, like on that topic, earning money is like, it's addictive. It's like a game. It's like, it's like a RPG where you're just getting experience. No, you know what? And like, I have like friends that are just like workaholics where they work like two jobs. They work like a hundred hour weeks and they just like save up, save, save, save up. And like, they're probably gonna get a house by the time like he's like 20 like 6 27 he's gonna get his first house he's gonna you know easily put 20 percent down and he's just like saving 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 it's like this like this addict it's fun yeah and like it is something that you can get the hab get into the habit of when you are young especially like i don't think it's something that I was more so like, oh, you know, save, 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 whatever. It was like, I don't know, like when I first started working, it just became part of my my work ethic in the sense that I always needed to be, keep my mind active and then- And through sports as well. Yeah, through sports. That like made you want to always keep yourself busy. Yeah, and I don't know, like it's kind of weird to think about it. Like I can't imagine myself not working. So like the period early this year where I wasn't working was the first time since maybe, dude, when I was 16 where I haven't worked. Damn. And like, I've always been working casually at that time. So it wasn't like I was working every day of the week. You know what I mean? It was more or so like, you know, I had, a, I, had a, I had to have a shift maybe three days a week and during holidays, four or five days a week and then have two days break, you know? But like, yeah, it was really different. But like, yeah, it's weird to think. Didn't really think of it that way. How about you? What was your motivation? Was it to get the new gig, new stuff, etc.? One, I was like thinking back, I was like, damn, like from a young age, I was like, I, I enjoyed filling up the piggy bank. But I think like what really like drove me to like get to where I was, 
like I was that kid that had the brick phone for the longest time. Mm -hmm. I was that kid that didn't have a console. I was that kid that um, I was really lucky where my dad, since he fixed computers, like I got a computer at a young age, I got internet at a young age, thanks to my dad. Um, but other than that, like no consoles, um, no nice shoes, no nice, I didn't get the, do you remember in high school, the um, freaking, the Longsdale back, backpack? Oh, the, the small one? And they had like <laughs> yeah. the different like, colors, oh. Bro, kids these days will never understand, dude. That was swag. <laughs> That was real swag. If you didn't have, I didn't have a long sale backpack I either. I didn't have one yet. I think everyone wanted one. Shirt made with the tie, the shorts, and the big fat black shoes. But if you're more swaggy, you might get black Converse's and the Longsdale black backpack. And you would like bring like one textbook and like one calculator and a pencil, that was it. No pencil case. And you might bring like a freaking sandwich and that was it. No water bottle, no water bottles. Yeah. Then you had swag. Um, but yeah, I never got any of that. So I was, that really like made me want to just like earn money so I could be able to get all those things. And ironically, when I started working, I wouldn't spend my money to get yeah. those things. See, I know what you mean. Because when I started making money, it was like, I'd always, I, I knew I was making money, but it was always like, like when I asked, because like when I got my first card, like debit card, because nowadays, whenever you get a card from the bank, you'll always get a debit, debit MasterCard or a debit Visa card, right? But you could always, um, back when we, back when I first got a card, it was just a key card. Oh, yeah. So it wasn't a debit MasterCard, so you couldn't use it to make online purchases or whatever. So whenever I'd want to make an online purchase, I'd have to buy like a prepaid card. And then and that was like in year 11, I was doing that in year 11 and 12, where I was like, that's when I started like buying clothes. Cause I wasn't buying clothes like with my money before, but like, yeah, I was the same as you. I was finally earning money and I wasn't spending it. I didn't know. And then like, I wasn't monitoring my finances when I was that young. And then I looked at my account for the first time in like year 11 and 12, I'm like, damn, like, boy's been saving, you know what I mean? Like, it's one of those things where I didn't realize. I think. And it wasn't a lot of money, obviously, but it's just. Uh, like, when I was like in year, yeah, 11, or like year 10, no, around like year 11, 12, I, I, I reached 10K in my bank account. I was like, whoa, Same. whoa. Yeah, like after yeah. years, like a whole year of working like, Freaking, like, you know, you would work two shifts a week and then out of those two shifts, it might be like a four hour shift and like a six hour shift. Mm. And by like the end of the year or year and a half or two years, you'll have 10K out of nowhere and be like, damn. Um, so I can definitely relate to that. I remember, I remember when I hit that first 10K as well in the sense that, you know, you didn't realize because you're always just working and you didn't like, I don't know, I, I think it's a good ethic to get into. Obviously, some people don't want to work some people some people's parents say that they you know oh, don't work you'll be working for the rest of your life etc look at the end of the day it is up to you if you want to do it i definitely say do it. i mean i've met some of my best friends through work i still hang out with my people from my first job etc you know what i mean like it you learn a lot you learn a lot but yeah kids nowadays never understand I think like another thing like people really want to do is you want to keep like leveling up with each job like i started at mcdonald's then I moved to retail, which was Kmart. I moved to swimming instructor. And then I would have like kept doing more and more things, but then I got into entrepreneurship. And now I'm an entrepreneur at the age of 21. <laughs> but I saw this, um, there was this girl that used to work with me at Kmart. And this was year 10. So this is roughly how many years ago? 2014, six years ago. Six years ago, Damn, and years ago. I went to sh I went shopping at Woolworths. That's like our Costco to buy some groceries, 
and she was working in Woolworths. Um, so like she just stayed in retail for like six years. So you want to be able to like keep stepping up. Like the next step would be from retail, maybe go to like a call center or work in like a higher level retail rather than working Kmart, working like David Jones or Myers yeah. um, and just yeah. or like Louis Vuitton and just keep moving up. Um, I think that's also super important. And then if you just keep moving up by the time you're like 50, you're going to be like a, like a, like a high manager role in whatever, degree you studied in so it's all about moving up 100 percent, dude 100 percent. like i think it's something that happens internally like i didn't realize it but like when i take a step back and think about like the different jobs i've had yeah you i can 100 percent agree and say that like i think you get to a point where you know yourself all right yeah i've had enough i i, I still remember the day i wanted to quit kmart like my first retail job it was christmas so like prior to this we were steven and i were having a chat steven wants to try and get his first job and i I was telling him how I hated Christmas because Christmas is for retail workers. Retail workers are working Christmas, man. I, I feel for you, man. I've been there as well. Like, it's just the worst. But yeah, so remember, like, it was it was just a little bit after Christmas and the way that came out always work is they love to understaff and then complain that the work doesn't get done because there's only one person on the floor cleaning up the entire mess that gets made during Christmas. And, like, I remember one day walking into work and, like, by the end of it, I, just, I literally just left. Like, I didn't clean up after... Like, I was cleaning up during the day. Like, obviously, I was cleaning up during my shift. Yeah. And as soon as the shift... Like, because usually there's so much that needs to be done and maybe you'll say back like, half an hour after your shift to, like, clean it up properly so that the morning people can come in afterwards and, you know, like, get started. I left. I left. I just left. And my manager literally called me up on it and sat me down. I'm like, you can't... Why'd you just leave? The next day, I'm like... And I just want to hand it in. So I handed it in. I'm like, no, nah, I can't do it anymore. Like, I'm not doing it anymore. I, but this is like second year uni, so it was two years ago I quit. Interesting. Two years, early two years ago. So I was like, yeah, you get to a point where you've had enough, and then yeah, you get to the next job, and you get your next challenge, and then you keep going. And yeah, it's a cycle. It's a cycle. When I was um, at McDonald's, I already knew that I was just kind of stay. All I needed was six months, six months, and then that's on my resume, and that'll help me get a retail job. And then like four or five months in, like everyone just like argue. like when it's packed. In Macca's, it's hot, you're sweating, all the managers are, everyone's yelling at each other, people would like drama, and everyone's just yeah. blaming each other, and it's that type of culture, everyone's smoking, everyone's like taking smoke breaks, and eventually I was like, I don't want to work anymore, and I put in my resignation date, and I was like, hey, due to my eczema, which was like one of the reasons, dude, it was like, I was like it was just like so yeah. bad for my yeah, skin. But it wasn't like too bad. Um, but it, it was bad enough to want to leave. Yeah, I get you. Exactly. And I, and I think like, I only got like, worked there probably like five months or four and a half, but I wrote six months on my resume, yeah. six months. Um, and I wanted to go ahead and just look for that next job. And it took me like a year or a year and a half to get Kmart or like the next job, maybe less, I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's always looking for that next thing. But yeah, Krishna, what's your thoughts? 100%, I agree. Where, where would you want to work? Where, where would your ideal place be? Me? I would want to work in a place, like first start off, but like make it similar to my degree. So I applied for oh, okay, super cheap audio because it's like cars and yeah, mechanical. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so I'm still waiting on seeing what they say. Hopefully I get in. If I don't, that's okay. Christian can hook me up. <laughs> Uh, but I also look for other like I also apply for like other jobs as well. Okay, now I sound really petty. Oh my god, why did I say that? Oh my god, I didn't think that through. 
no, no, no. Oh, play, God. Play, play, play. I didn't think that through. I'm playing. I'm I didn't playing. think that through. I didn't think that through. I'm trolling you. Oh. He just looked back at me. It was like. No, no, no. Yeah, no, like, I think. Like, it's weird to say, but I think. Going through retail, I think everyone should experience retail. Everyone needs to experience the pain of retail. Super cheap auto is still retail, you know what I mean? Like in the sense that you, it'll be good because you're getting an, a hand into something similar to what you're doing. And then from there, you know, you take the next step and you go and do it. But like, yeah, every, uh, everyone needs to work retail. But here, you need to understand the pain of some retail workers, bro. Like, hey, uh, do you work here? Do you, uh, shut up, bro. I'm wearing a lanyard. I'm wearing the uniform. What do you think? Oh, God. Have you seen um, that show Rossadon? It's this Australian, some Aussies made some simple stand-up show, Rossadon. You will, you will love it because it's literally what you've been through in retail. You just get yelled at. Oh, I think I've seen it. I've seen it. You've seen clips. You already seen yeah, clips on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, hella it's hella funny. Yeah, I've actually seen it. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Yeah. I watched it and it's great, bro. Like it's something that all retail workers love. It's so relatable. Dude, like those shows and like stuff like Superwog and uh, all of them, like my Chonny back in the days, it was like they somehow like everything they said was like relatable. So relatable yeah. Even like TikToks, a lot of those like TikTok memes are so relatable. Like, how do they know do they what's know happening you? in my family? <laughs> how do they know what's happening with my Asian family? My uncle's exactly like that uncle. My mom says the exact same things. My dad, how do they know? <laughs> subtle, Asian, subtle Asian traits, traits. and yeah. there's obviously the Indian ones, or curry traits, etc. Yeah. Subtle whatever traits, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, damn, they go through the same stuff. Like, what the hell? Like, it's crazy how like just like one whole generation mm. of like people can somehow influence. Like, for example, I was having a conversation with my uncle, and how we're talking about how um, I think was it? Oh, love. We're talking about how like love is just like some connection with someone like when you love someone they can't be like some magical testosterone chemical reaction where you like are connected to that person and whenever you think about them they're thinking about you like there's no such thing like what makes you really like someone or makes someone really likable is the amount of time you see someone so the reason why the scientific reason why you really love your parents is because you've seen them the most um, it's like what is then that's sort of why McDonald's everyone loves McDonald's because yeah. they put the ads everywhere They put them on billboards bus stands TV and you see them everywhere and, and eventually you just love McDonald's now What my uncle says like yeah, that's true, but what's stronger and you shouldn't um, Look lightly upon is culture like how culture mm, says yeah. that you have a, like a loving bond from your mum and kids or family is families you you know family should always love each other if you, you have siblings you have like a family connection the culture is so strong where that it creates yeah bond. the bond yeah exactly and you can't take culture lightly like culture has the ability to create things that aren't real like culture has had the ability to make a bunch of homosexual people suppress it and make not suppress the opposite of suppress yeah the opposite of suppress um it had the ability to make like a bunch of people just like have no gay relationships like for example like for like centuries oh. we didn't have any gay relationships yeah it was not culture yeah and okay, no, people just like became straight they were forced to become straight it's something that transcends through time yeah. it transcends through generations you know what i mean like yeah I th wow i didn't think about like obviously 
culture will always be there no matter what like it's it's always something that's passed down from your family to family and then you know as as time goes on it i think we're seeing it now culture continues to like expand broaden horizon in the sense that there's always going to be new different sort of aspects of something opening up and you're seeing now with the wider acceptance of um different people in the communities etc and more people coming out etc it's obviously great and like that just shows our culture like will always be pertinent through time etc you know what i mean so like it is one of those things but i think going back to what i think our generation compared to our parents generation is probably the biggest gap in terms of what we've been exposed to when we're young in terms of technology we've grown up with the internet etc so i think there's a big gap and then probably going to be an even an even bigger gap with our children etc so it's something that'll always be there but culture will always like i'm, I'm always I'm, <laughs> i remember talking to one of my friends the other day he goes i can't wait to have kids and just after, after a long day of work and i see them i'm pissing me off i'm just slapped and i'm like yeah that's culture <laughs> that's the culture i remember growing up with. <laughs> obviously it's a joke it's a joke <laughs> i just say it's scary that, that stuff like that scares me like thinking about like because that's so real like parents taking it out on their kids oh, oh shit. not so much take Okay, look, it is a joke, but it's also like discipline, discipline, you know what I mean? Like discipline, but like, yeah, like, it is one of those things at the end of the day. And like, talking about culture, it's insane how like, we've seen those viral videos where like, um, top 10 songs that you, like in the 2000s, or like, all these old TV shows that you know about, there was this viral Facebook page that had all these Australian um, TV shows that we watched as a kid and it would go viral because everyone could relate to it. Culture so massive where that in subtle Asian traits, for some reason, every single Asian parent does the exact same thing because their culture has been just so, it's been spread. And it's interesting because what's going to be, what is, I wonder what it's going to be like for us when we're raising our children because the culture is going to be so much different. There's like, inherently we don't realize it but like we're gonna have these same sort of traits that we were brought up with from our parents in terms of how we were disciplined how we were educated how we were brought up those sort of traits that we don't realize we're gonna eventually pass down right but there's also gonna be other aspects given and like what's happening around the world and like continuous changing i think say racism for one you know that's something that's going to be very different from when we're there but like yeah it all comes out to education. Yeah, I'm just like thinking. Yeah, I saw your face. Like, what are you, what are you scheming? Like, oh, he's like, spotting something. The, the kids are just getting softer and softer. Uh, I feel like as like the next generation, like kids, like for some reason, I'm just like imagining like in the Asian culture, like eventually, like when we have kids, it's going to be like these kids, like where they're like super young, they have like big bubbly heads and they, they wear glasses because they're being on a computer and they're just like they're just like <laughs> the TikTok dances and all that oh and my god that full like dabbing everywhere oh I feel like kids are just getting softer and softer I don't know what's your thoughts do you think like the generation is getting softer and softer yeah 100% I, I, I think I think that's probably what our parents and soft thought as well when yeah. they saw us I'm definitely way softer than my parents yeah so oh no way would be able to grow up. He's like frail and sh- But like he can somehow carry fridges, carry, even like it's your like dad. Dead, yeah, like my dad's shit. frail, he can carry fridges, carry things. And I'm like 
and I'm and back then I was like bulking off the gym and I was struggling and he was just like dealing with he was like good yeah. and like my mom she's definitely way stronger than me and like I'm definitely much weaker than my parents like um physically and Me mentally especially no I think mentally 100% way like being like I can't go through the same like no there's no way I would never be able to do what they did Impossible. But then on the other side, there's so many things that our generation are so much better and excel at than yeah, the I mean, generation they, above, for sure. That'll always be a common theme across all the generations, but I think children of first, first generation immigrants is the ethic, the work ethic will never be the same. Yeah. There's no way. I, can't, I won't ever be able to replicate the work ethic my mom and dad went through. There's no way. Like, I, 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 no matter how hard I work, there's no way. I can't. I learned something recently about working busy and working smart or like maintaining a boat versus doing things to make the boat faster. How like, mm. I, I saw that like subconsciously, I've always been doing things to make the boat move faster. So if I wanted to just maintain the boat, I'd be doing sales calls 24 seven because I'll be able to, you know, do like close more deals yeah. and make more money and it just stay afloat it would yeah yeah um i would probably just film youtube videos every day personally um i would probably um, do a lot of meetings and try to network and do a lot of things um i'll be posting all my like all these i'll be doing all the emails that's sort of just like maintaining but building a system where you have a sales team that's something that makes the boat move faster yeah. hiring someone to do your customer service that makes the boat move faster and what I realized is like, everyone just maintains, everyone just stays afloat. Yeah. No one actually does things that move them forward. Um, and that's sort of the biggest strength. And then obviously what I find myself doing is like, um, I keep freeing up more time and I start being more and more lazy, um, but I'm still able to do more because with that extra time, like for example, now I don't have to work two days a week. Yeah, I, I, I saw all the board now. My week down to two freaking days. Yeah. Um, I used to work like six, seven days, five days, four days, three days, and now I compress it down to two. But the I remember watching one of your vlogs. You said that you got yourself down to three days, and now you can get yourself down to two days. Yeah. I recently got it down to two, and now I use the remaining four to so continue. Make the boat go faster. Exactly. Yeah. Make the boat faster. Do things. Um, and, and that's another like interesting thing I recently learned and what you know we, we our parents do or even like people in like lawyers or like accountants they just maintain yeah they maintain yeah. and like then they don't do things that allow them to grow they don't go ahead and read books or do courses to allow them to get a promotion they don't um, do side gigs or they don't research about investing so they could invest on the side so they always just stay afloat and as a result, they just grind so hard. And like, I thought to myself, why don't I grind as hard as other people? And I realized because I just keep focusing on doing things that don't allow me to grind. Yeah. And that's why Bill Gates, there's a quote, he likes to hire lazy people because lazy people would always find an easier way to do things. And I'm like pretty lazy. I'm hella lazy. I get what you mean, like, I like to find my shortcuts and, and the things I do to make it easier, but yeah. Dude, I remember in America, we had, like, I had a task where I had to, like, um, scrape a bunch of emails or something, and I was, like, on a holiday, 
like uh, then they they let me go to Las Vegas and they told, they kicked me out, got me to sort of travel America. They gave me work to do. I just like hired a virtual assistant to do it for like five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, like yeah, and I just chilled for the whole break. Yeah. That's smart, bro. That's smart. I gotta give it to you. That's Holy why shit. he's staying in the basement with us. That's why he's here. He got our first sponsor. Yeah. My first sponsor. I'm very happy. Um, we'll announce that shortly. Yeah. We'll announce that. That'll, that'll be cool. We announce it. I'm excited as well. Next episode or? It'll take a while. No, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll take it, yeah. Oh. <laughs> you locked it down and I will. you're asking the question. <laughs> I'm so happy. That's why I like Oh, we've, we've hit the 55 minute mark. What do you say? You want to keep? I think this was a good session. Like, it was really good. One, this is the first in-person session. Congratulations, everyone. Two, I think like when we were setting this up, yeah. I was like, guys, let's we're going to start recording in three minutes because I knew if we didn't. Yeah, we'd prolong it. We'd prolong it. We'd procrastinate. Like, we started recording before even Stephen got Audacity set up. Like, I think the, the trick is just to do it straight away yeah. and, like, have the first five minutes. The first five minutes wasn't even that rusty, yeah. but have that five minutes get fine tuned really quick into what we have going now rather than spend half an hour getting it perfect. To, to not have that five minutes of fine tuning. Yeah. And there's a good chance that you're still gonna have that five minutes of fine tuning because of things that you can't predict. So that's something I really learned, the power of just doing it straight power away. Now. Power of now. So guys, thank you so much for watching slash listening. 10 episodes in, even if you don't listen to us every week. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode, our first collaboration. Um, hope to have many more coming up as well. Episode 10 is a little bit different. You get to see us in person talking. Maybe, you know, if you if you like it, if you enjoy the format, we'll, we'll, we'll think about doing it some more in the future as well. And I can't guarantee Stephen will be here, but um, yeah, he's got his duties to do. So yeah, thank you so much for watching. Andy, you want to sign off? Yeah, thank you so much for everyone who watched. Really appreciate it. Been having a blast. This is something that I can definitely see us doing like 100 episodes in Christian. Um, like I think like it's just gonna keep growing and like you know knowing me like we're gonna yeah. take this to the moon um, and you guys are part of the ride and you guys are on this rocket ship and I'm really excited for the, this podcast like I just I think I've never been someone to figure and crack things early on I just like do it for a long period of time and just have a compound like I'm not the person that's gonna we're not gonna go viral in like the first no. 20 episodes it's just going to build slow and steady and just through my sheer grit it's kind of yeah 100 percent through like I'm just talented. yeah i'm not talented i just through grit and just doing things again and again we finally figure it out so yeah thank you for this everyone this is episode 10 it's gonna be so amazing watching back i want steven to yeah. sign out the final word the yeah. final word this has been episode 10 of the flip side also it's halloween in sydney right now well a couple hours it's gonna end but uh if it is Halloween over there, hope you guys are having fun trick or cheating. Stay safe. And uh, yeah, special episode. I'm happy to meet uh, Christian today. Christian's a very nice guy. Hopefully I get to like hang out with him more. But yeah, thanks. I love these guys. So funny. Yeah. This is a really interesting mix. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Peace.